I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. You're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello and welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. How's it going, Lou? It's going. Yeah, man. It's been a it's been a couple weeks, but we're back. We're ready to talk about the zombies. Uh, a lot of Walking Dead stuff uh, to talk about tonight. Yeah, there's been a lot of Walking Dead in the news in general. Um, a lot of it regarding the comic book. Yeah, yeah. So should should we should we get right into it? Let's jump right into it because this is really interesting and in Walking Dead fashion was was created as a bit of a surprise in that the Walking Dead comic is is over. It's done. They the last issue 193 was released. Yep. And uh Kirkman uh commissioned like 20 other covers so that people didn't know that it was gonna it was gonna end mm-hmm. um apparently the end was planned and written a couple of months ago so this is not something that they just threw out in like one it, it, like willy-nilly they knew that they were gonna end it um and i hear that people are not a fan of the ending i mean who's a fan of of the of if you've made it to 193 or 192, it's it's got to be your favorite comic, right? Because, like, how else do you... It's like podcasting. If you're still listening to this show and you've been listening since day one, and we just said, like, hey, this is the last episode, I think you'd be pretty pissed, even if, even if this was the greatest episode ever recorded, right? So, like, I think it's hard to end things, and they didn't do themselves any good by just surprising us, because... That's the beauty of The Walking Dead when they surprise you with something. Usually that surprise or twist is quote-unquote good in the sense of The Walking Dead. It's a story beat that surprises. And, I mean, I don't don't know if we want to get into spoilers. I know both of us don't read the comics, but I'm, like, all well-versed in kind of the basic understanding. I know the entire plot of this entire issue because I'm never going to read it, so I wanted to at least know what was going on and see Mm -hmm. how different it was going to be from the original show. And uh, Do we want to do spoilers? Because I I could talk to it as well. I don't want to I don't want to spoil too much of it, but it's all about Carl Mm -hmm. and Carl being an adult and doing some adult things and sort of where the world is at the end of the apocalypse. Like the apocalypse might be over kind of. Yeah. Or at least they've gotten to a point where they can tolerate it. Yeah. And I think that's a fine place to be in the, the comics. It's like, I, I, I felt that, Everything I've read sounds like it's a bunch of guys that have been writing a comic that they're running out of ideas, and so they said, screw it, let's just end it. Mm-hmm. And they came up with an interesting way to end it, and I'm okay with the way it ends. Yeah, it's, uh, they had to end it. You know, the funny thing is, like, you you get to a point when things end, and that by no means is a foreshadow or announcement of any kind, but when you look at The Walking Dead, it nothing lasts forever. And I, I thought it was funny. The original article, the 
was linked to me. Uh, Lonely Bob, big fan of the show, uh, who who tweets us often with news. He tweeted me, and we I messaged him back, and I was like, this was a huge shock that they were ending the comic. I honestly felt like the comic could last forever because that's the zombie genre. You can literally keep going. Um, but then it was AMC released a statement saying, no, 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 well, this isn't going to affect any of our plans because, you know, how people, they they leap to conclusions. Now, now Lou, like, you've obviously held the opinion that The Walking Dead, as a, as a prime show, uh, has a few more years left in it. Just, it's, it's a, it's a train kind of slowing, slowing down into the station. That's kind of your thoughts, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on AMC kind of being like, slow your roll uh, there, cowboy. They're, they're trying to not, they're trying to not spook investors is what they're doing. I'm pretty sure that AMC knows that the numbers are down, that it's still a big money maker for them, but it's not making them the kind of money it was five years ago. And things don't, the the chances of it building back up again are slim to none. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've killed off Rick. They've killed off Carl. They're now going to have to start making really big deviations from the, the, from the original plot line. And yes, I know Rick isn't dead, but for the duration of this show, he's likely dead. He's, he's dead on the walking dead. Like, yeah, I, I mean, if 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 no characters know he's alive, he's dead <laughs> in their right. eyes, in in a majority of the 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 narrative. So, I I I agree. Like they, as I've been watching The Walking Dead, I think season nine presented a very interesting story that held weight due to the fact that you had a new enemy, and it's always you're always on the upswing when you have a new enemy. And also the fact that they were dealing with the departure of Rick uh, and time jumps, like a whole bunch of stuff they just have not done in the show before. And you had a triple threat. You had Rick leaving, you had the time jump, and then you had the whispers. So what the true test will be, I think, for ratings, uh, both in terms of people watching and reviews, will be season 10, the culmination of the whispers and uh, the departure of Michonne and whatever else they, they throw in the cooker for season 10 if that falters then yeah i'd agree like they'd have they have to start wrapping it up but we're going to talk about fear the walking dead in a bit and, and that that seems to be on the upswing but so was the walking dead around season five right right so. i i think i think fear the walking dead is a different beast mm-hmm. uh it's already different from the comics uh i think its story runners are telling a much better more coherent more interesting story uh, we're not getting villain of the week or villain of the season. There's sort of lots of things going on. The story could go in 12 different directions by the time we get to the end of this season. And with regular Walking Dead, you know where it's going. Our heroes and civilization are going to meet another group of weird, crazy people that they're going to fight against. And we're going to spend the season debating whether or not we're going to fight them and then the following season fighting them. Yeah. And do we lose and give up our humanity along the way as we as we fight them? And it's it's it's, it's I think now that Rick and Carl are both gone and Michonne is probably leaving next season, and it's still iffy if Maggie's going to come back. And there's so many other things that are like up in the air. 
I don't know if we can... I don't know if the show should go on mm-hmm. with that much change from where, the source material. And I don't know if people care. I know people I used to talk to about it that we'd bring it up, we'd talk about it with, like, I'm so excited. After Rick died or went off to do his thing, those same people are now being like... And, and Carl's gone... Are like yeah, whatever. I I don't really watch that show anymore. Well, I and, mean, yeah, it's it's been around for nine years, ten years, and that's again like it's tough. I mean, I can't tell you the last time I, I watched a show beginning to end longer than six seasons, and, and could talk highly about all of it, right? Right. Um, the Walking Dead is really the core example of a show that I've watched since the beginning and continue to watch, and and you know still hold a bit of like a oh i'm looking forward to this maybe not as you know feverishly as i was a couple seasons ago but still i just find it, to it i just find it too dour yeah i mean well yeah i i i can see that point you know i can see that for sure and uh unlike yeah unlike what we're about to talk about which i think is uplifting and happy are you referring to marvel zombies no. Oh, okay. I am not. <laughs> well, you know uh, what they say when you're uh, when you close the door, your chosen deity opens a window. Because with Image Comics closing down uh, The Walking Dead, we've got Marvel announcing that Marvel Zombies would be returning very soon in October, uh, and they've got their first cover art, which shows the zombified uh, Captain America, Deadpool, and Wolverine. So your faves uh undead and there's really not much else to it just an announcement that's it i I just i feel like this is marvel grasping at straws yeah um i mean this is uh, the third outing for marvel zombies this yeah this is the third uh uh, the first one sold really well and i know that i think the second one had diminished sales and for me, the coolest thing about Marvel Zombies was not the Marvel Zombies. It was the spinoff they did later. Uh, Deadpool had an adventure run where uh, there were all these people fighting over a package. And when he finally f- managed to get the package himself, it was the zombie head of himself from another universe. And he had to put it in a jar so that it wouldn't bite people and stuff. And it became like his sidekick for a while. And that was really clever, hmm. but I don't know if Marvel can. I, I don't know how many times you can tell Marvel zombies and keep it interesting. When I didn't find it interesting the first time, I've never, uh, I never read it. I've heard of it. I it's think I kind of dumb. Read into it, and it's. I think it's meant to be dumb. It's a spin-off miniseries type thing that's not meant to be taken seriously. But um, it's been ten I'm years dumb. since the two thousand six and six well, more than ten years. So. That's a pretty good time to bu- dust off the old Marvel zombies, don't you think? I, I, I Likely, I think we're going to probably get like four or five issues for Halloween, and that's going to be the end of it. Oh, yeah. You know, this is a miniseries, for sure. And and I think that's uh, that's good to remember. But, yeah, I, we just wanted to mention it because, really, that was the, the big news. A reminder, though, that uh, next episode, when we discuss uh, the conclusion to Fear the Walking Dead, or at least the mid-season finale uh comic-con will be will have come and gone and there is going to be a bunch of news we're expecting from comic-con both the walking dead fear the walking dead as well as probably the movies and probably the third series 
uh, is set in the Walking Dead universe from AMC that we should be able to talk to. Going to be a big show next episode, I think. Yeah, um, I think we're going to... I think we're, I think we're going to lose somebody next week. Oh gosh, are you firing me? No, but oh. I think somebody on our, I think somebody on Fear the Walking Dead is going to die next week. You think so? Well, let's get into it because uh, I'm guessing your theory is is based in in some form of reality because we've watched two episodes, episodes five and six of Fear the Walking Dead. We're going to talk about them. Pretty easy delineation between the two of these episodes because one solely deals with um, uh what's her name i lost it and i had it i did this althea Althea. it's right in front of me althea uh where she has been kidnapped by a crm soldier this is we're getting some details behind the mysterious organization that flies helicopters and rescues people but only after nine seasons um so yeah althea has been kidnapped by a crm soldier and we get that journey as she makes her way back to the group um yeah. I don't think that I don't think there's a whole lot to say about this this episode. It's just a cat and mouse between her and her captor, and there's this I'm gonna kill you. No, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. I'm not gonna kill you. Uh, I'm your friend. No, I'm not your friend. Uh, the, the, there's this thing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The whole episode where first Althea has the upper hand, and then the other girl has the upper hand, and they kind of go back and forth, back and forth. They climb a hill. Uh, they're looking for some tape that Althea had that uh, the CRM soldier doesn't want the world to see because people can't know where she came from or what they're doing. And that's why she's going to kill Althea. And I just, I don't know enough about CRM's plans Mm -hmm. to care. No, the plans are essentially. and, and And I think that's my problem with this episode. It's not that this isn't interesting. It's that, the stakes aren't explained to me well enough for me to give a shit. Well, you're right. Like I think the way they explain the motivations of CRM is that they are a group uh, not preparing but living towards the future. Like they're, I, I have, we have no idea what they're doing, but the way the soldier explains it, I think her name is uh, Isabel, the way she explains it is that she is a group that are that are that are going to keep humanity existing throughout this this apocalypse and and again like I, i'm not saying these people know what they're doing and appear to know they do have work functioning helicopters which is a big deal however they're they're just another group of people that just got their shit together a little bit more and maybe maybe they've had that that organization built up before the apocalypse hit who we don't know that but the thing is is so so she needs to kill althea because althea knows too much yeah knows too much about what althea knows the same amount of information i know and i know nothing well see that's the thing and then althea kind of asks her to explain herself and her vague details are we're a group and we don't look forward to the past we don't look at the past we look at the future Mm-hmm. We're the future of humanity. Okay, what does that mean? Well, I mean, and then and and, and then and and then she says something about something else, and she goes, and it's along the lines of, like, like people can't see us. 
then how are you the future of humanity if you're killing everybody that sees you? How do you get new members? How do you protect people? What, like, 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 there's not enough information for it to even make sense to my, in my head. So mm -hmm. when she's threatening to kill Althea, I'm like, then just do it. Like, and, and you, and you never get to see fully what's on the tape, but there's a, there's a video of a map, I guess, is what's mm -hmm. on the tape. There's a screenshot of a map on a hand cam who's it, it, with a flashlight at night where she found this map. Nobody's going to be able to read that. Well, he, like, here's the thing. It's not, it's not about what we know. And you're right. We don't know much. Althea doesn't know much. Uh, Isabel held back a lot of information because like you can't have a helicopter and threaten to kill people just because they saw you. I think what it really is. And, and what it really is happening here is that, Lou, we know what happens when strangers find other groups. Shit goes down, and that group falls. That happens in every season of The Walking Dead, and that's why they're being so protective. I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm just saying that's why they're being protective. Yeah, she should have probably just taken Althea out, but like, again, she's a main character. They form a relationship, and she basically says, like, Please don't tell anyone. And then she and then she rides off into the sunset. I, I'm pretty sure that this entire episode, my big takeaway is this chick is gonna show up in the Rick movie. That yeah, was my whole yeah. takeaway when this was over. Is we, Althea ends up exactly where we left off. Nothing changed from what was going on, and Althea's adventure was literally just to set us up for the Rick movie and get those people that are excited for the Rick movie. Which is surprising because I don't know anybody that's excited for the Rick movie. I mean, I'm excited for the Rick movie. I'm not gonna let you say that because I. You're the I, only person I know that's excited for the Rick movie. I'm excited for zombie content. We've talked about this before. Like, The Walking Dead is competent zombie content. There's really not a lot else out there. But honestly, I I don't really have a lot of time to watch a lot of it. I don't but... care. Give me a John Dory movie, and I'm happy. That's See, it. Okay. Yeah. Sure, John Dory's great, and we'll get to talk to him about, uh, talk to him in the next episode, but uh, a little bit. But with this one, you're right; it's world building, and I know The Walking Dead Prime is not your favorite, and I know that the helicopter people is not the most um, explained group. Uh, so it's yeah, it sucks. This is what this episode made it feel like. This was part of a larger uh, a larger universe. I liked it. I liked the explanation of it. I liked them kind of showing a little bit. But I, you're right. I was also a little frustrated in that like there didn't appear to be much sense. But then we look at this and we say, well, this is why Rick hasn't made it home. Because clearly they're just not letting him leave. And he's being held against his will to a certain extent. Like it, they, they were literally going to send a reclamation team because she couldn't put gas in the helicopter. They were going to go out there, not to rescue her, but to literally raise and burn her and that helicopter just because she didn't have gas. Like, that's right. how serious this group takes not being found. And that's a bit extreme, you know? Exactly. It's, they're so extreme, I go, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, you're going to waste all those resources just because, I mean, you could show up with the reclamation team. You're spending the gas. Just bring an extra jerry can, you're good to go. So I, I'm not about to say this makes any sense, and the group probably will never make sense. They're probably, you know, I get some serious vibes of, like, this group could be very much 
kind of, I don't know if you watch, if you watch The Handmaid's Tale, T- speaking of depressing television that you probably don't want to watch, um, I'm thinking maybe this CRM group is kind of like a, a really strict cult in that like, you follow these rules to preserve humanity, we bring in people that make sense, we rigorously test these folks, and and that's how you get brought into the fold, you know? And I'm worried that this is basically, like, the movies are going to basically be like, this isn't going to be like another community. This is going to be like a cult of some kind. You know, they're so strict that it's just so abnormal. But I don't know. You get the sense that something's wrong with this person, the way she's interacting with a with a feeling. Like, she's not acting normal. But Right. And, and, and like I said, that's my... That's my with this one is we don't know where it's going hmm. uh, that we didn't get any answers and at the end of the episode Althea is kind of right where we left her before she went on this whole adventure yeah and we get the sense that she's not going to spill the beans like this is the last we've heard of the helicopter people in fear the walking dead at least that's my prediction um and uh the only other thing i found interesting is at one point they find a cassette that's Althea's cassette Mm-hmm. And it's and it's her trying to stay and get a story where it looks like the military and the national guard were shooting at each other. Yeah, they were. Yeah, and I, and I feel like that's going to be a plot point at something in, at some point. Could be. Yeah. No, I thought it was and, really interesting. And I don't know if it's going to be a plot point in this, or if that it's going to be a plot point for a future episode of The Walking Dead. Or maybe another spinoff. Exactly. And that was where I was was like, explain to me what's going on here. Hmm. Like, nope, we're going to leave it in the... And it could be, it could go nowhere. And that's kind of what drove me crazy about this, this, this episode was I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was just another episode. Well, but it, I kept expe- I kept expecting it to do, do, to give me something. And it kept going, oh, tease. Oh. Yeah it was universe and I kept building and i and i and it, it, see i didn't see it as universe building i saw it as we could explain something to you but instead we're going to do the the lost thing and just give you a new mystery to think about <laughs> and i went nah, i don't care that's universe building i didn't say it was good universe building i'm just saying that's that's the general sort of hanging definition of universe building like the, this is the repercussions of this episode will be felt in in future content of The Walking Dead, whether it's the movies or the spinoffs. And you're right. Some of it might just be left there because, like, the core reason we saw Althea's tape that she was holding so dearly because she went for the story instead of being with her brother and her brother died. She never got to say goodbye to her brother because she was trying to get the story. The story is interesting in that she's explaining that it sounds like the National Guard is shooting at the army or whatever. That's... That's an interesting story. Whether we get the story behind it, probably not. I think they were just using it to kind of explain, like it's an interesting story, but they were using it to explain why she had left her brother behind, um, mm-hmm. and kind of explains why she takes these tapes so seriously. Because before that, it it just felt like a hobby, but now it's like she's doing this because she sacrificed some stuff to get that one story. Therefore, she's got to keep getting the stories. Or did that first story even? mean anything you know um so yeah it's i'm sure we'll get some payoff soon but um we don't get it in the next episode with episode six which is the little prince which is dealing 
with the uh you know chernobyl part two a little bit the uh yeah uh so i will say right now uh i really really enjoyed this episode mm -hmm. i don't think it's the best episode of the season or anything but i really enjoyed all the ideas basically a majority of our heroes are all back together mm -hmm. at this point except for the ones on the other side of the mountains yeah and uh and and I think that that's an interesting thing. We've got all of these older characters trying to deal with these kids. And we have uh, Annie trying to protect all the other kids and not really realizing the, the threat that, that that's coming. Um, they're trying to rebuild uh, an airplane so that they can fly everybody up over the mountains and back to the other side where they'll hopefully be away from this nuclear power plant that's causing problems. In the meantime, the lady running the nuclear power plant calls and tells them it's going to blow up. She needs all the gas and 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 generators that they can give for her. And I think that that's a new pressing threat. Uh, the thing I am fascinated with what Fear the Walking Dead does that regular Walking Dead doesn't do is we don't have a villain. Mm hmm. Not that we've seen. I think I think the guy okay. they introduced at the beginning of the season, he'll be the not villain, but antagonist in uh, in the second part of the season, but I don't think it'll be a it'll be a normal Walking Dead villain like you like you're alluding to, or sorry right. that you're saying we won't have a villain. But he, but he, I'm not saying that he's not the villain. But the, the guy that stole their gear, maybe he'll be a villain. But at the moment, he's not. He's not an immediate threat. He's not a character we've talked about since, like, episode two. And we're going on episode seven next week. Mm -hmm. He is a whole new thing for us to deal with maybe the next half of the season. And right now, we're, we, 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 this part of the season, we've been dealing with people that have been setting up traps that ended up being kids. We're looking to protect kids. There's a nuclear power plant lady that's trying to protect you from radioactive zombies. Like, like there's threats. The threats are not another group trying to kill them right now. Yeah. But, but you're still engrossed every week because you don't know where this is going to go. And the kids are not making dumb decisions. The kids are making decisions that make sense. Well, yeah, because they're kids. And then we get the backstory as to why they're acting this way. And it, and it kind of... It's all connected. Like, this is the beauty of this new... This is the beauty of Fear the Walking Dead is that I think they've learned... They learned really well that each season needs to be a new location so they can tell new stories based on that location. And they, I think they did that since the very beginning, but where they really started to come into into their own was season four and five, where they were kind of, like, playing around with, you know, time jumps and, and where they are and stuff. And then with this with this episode, we get every part of it we get the nuclear plant we get the kids uh we get uh you know the plane and uh the other group on the other side of the mountains and them making their daring you know uh, tr uh you know trip so yeah as you said like the the nuclear plant's gonna go nuclear uh morgan's gotta deliver the the generator there and they have, they got to get out of Dodge because the generator is not going to stop the meltdown. It's only going to, you know, delay the inevitable. So they're trying to fix that plane. They literally bring it in in pieces and piece it back together, which I thought was kind of uh, kind of neat. You know, like, I, I don't know if it's technically possible to 
piece together a, a plane that has crashed, but it, it crashed kind of, you know, um, everybody that everybody that made it off the that that was on the plane pretty much made it off the plane without dying. Yeah, so that that's got to say that the, the the crash couldn't have been that bad, right? I mean, it was still a crash, but like, I don't know. It's not like it. It's not like it blew up. It just kind of like I think it was based on the landing that it that it kind of tore apart. But um, they essentially get the whole thing back together, except for the fact that the propeller gets busted. And uh, I thought the the th- this is the coolness of Fear the Walking Dead, in that. They find a way to surprise you in every episode. And in, in yes. this episode, they say, oh, well, we didn't get everything from the brewery, from Jimbo's brewery. And I'm like, what What could they be getting? Because they they have this and, epiphany, and, you know? And, and, uh, and Charlie picks up and shows the flyer. But it happened so fast, I blinked and went, what are they going to do? Yeah, I was like, what, did, then, what is on there? What is on there? I missed it. What is it? And then, like, 60 seconds later... You see a hot air balloon of a beer <laughs> floating up over the mountains, and it's it's Charlie and uh, uh, and Strand coming with the propellers to rescue everybody. Yep. And I was like, oh, I love this show. Yeah, and I'm like, it makes perfect sense now. That poster definitely had a giant beer bottle in the background, and uh, it was a hot air balloon. Now that I think of it, and I didn't realize it before, and I was like. Oh, this is really clever. It's really good. Like, Makes sense too, and, and, right? And 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 it, and it's not a situation that's unbelievable. It's a situation that you'd be like, "Oh, that would that might work." You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and and they're not like they're not so. I mean, they did take a plane to get there, but the reason they took the plane is because the roads were out, so they had to go over the mountains. So a hot air balloon would be able to gain enough altitude, and it even makes more sense. In the sense of danger that that appears, and that they run out of fuel. So I was like, yeah, it's a hot air balloon. It's only going to go so far, right? And then the hot air balloon crash crashes, and come to find out, it crashes near radioactive zombies. So uh, everybody's in a scatter at the end of this episode to try and rescue Strand and Charlie and get the propellers. And in the meantime, John is still trying to help Dwight find Sherry, mm-hmm. and he finds the next note from Dwight for Dwight. And in it, Sherry tells him to stop looking and that she's going to stop leaving notes. And John doesn't have the heart to tell Dwight what's going on. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure that that's going to come bite us in the ass eventually. Uh, I don't think in the way we would normally be worried about, though, because I think. I think maybe John's withholding the information because he knows at this point it would break Dwight. And I, I fully believe John is going to try to keep finding Sherry. Because, again, like, we don't know why Sherry's running. That's my frustration in all this is, like, why she's running and, and leaving notes. And it's kind of like, why doesn't she just stay put and wait for Dwight to come? You know, like, clearly right. something's going on here and, and they wouldn't be... Leading us on here. I actually question whether or not it's Sherry. You think it's somebody else? Or it it, it may have been Sherry at one point, and now somebody else is leaving. Hmm. It'd be interesting if that was the case. I I don't know who it would be, but um, it just seems weird to have it like have him be following her this whole time, and then she suddenly like I think she said like. Look, I don't want you to live a life constantly chasing me. Like, clearly someone has her, 
No, she ran off. Like I, I, my, I had a theory when I was watching the episode is, mm-hmm. and that it's maybe not that she's, not that she's, uh, someone has her, but I thought maybe she had a kid. Oh, like Negan's kid. Like Negan's kid, and maybe she's got a baby with her, and that's why she keeps moving. Maybe. But then why wouldn't she want Dwight to find... Like, I mean, I, I guess, yeah, not not his kid. That might be a, introduce a little wrinkle into the whole honeymoon plan, but... Right. And I keep I keep thinking about that, that maybe that's kind of what's going on here. Is she's been leading Dwight on for a while, and now she's beginning... The kid's getting bigger, and it's becoming quite obvious it's not Dwight's kid. Yeah. And she's going i don't know what to do yeah maybe Uh, yeah that makes sense like she can't stay there very long so she keeps going and she's leaving a trail yeah i I mean that that is a logical thought and and i mean you kind of hope that dwight would understand that essentially like she was negan's wife slave sex slave whatever um and that is a possibility in the apocalypse not like they had you know, the condom shop down the street they could hit up. Uh, but, exactly. But, I mean, we'll see. I, I think that Dory will continue to help Dwight find... I don't think Do- Dory's going to lead Dwight on. I think that Dory is basically like, no, I'm ignoring this letter. We're going to find your wife. Whatever she's saying, it can't be that bad. It's important. Because that's Dory's driving character trait, is that he didn't give up on June, and and they are... A couple now. He wants that for Dwight. He sees that Dwight is broken. So I think, I think we'll get some payoff. But whether it'll be a happy ending or a sad ending, I guess that remains to be seen. Um, now in this episode, the kids have also run away. The kids kind of give up and and run away again. Um, now I can't remember. Do they find the kids and bring them back? I don't think they do. No, they're going to get the kids mm-hmm. at the end of the episode. Yeah, they do find a bunch of zombies strung together, and uh, I think it's Alicia that takes them on solo. Now, I, I can't remember if Alicia gets through the zombies. Uh, yes, but, she does. Yeah, so she, she takes them all out. She's looking for the kids because she feels somewhat responsible for leading them, basically giving a pep talk that horribly backfires. Um, yeah. So, yeah, well, I think with two more episodes, we're going to get we're going to definitely get a conclusion to this whole like nuclear waste segment. Um, I think you're right. Someone's going to probably sacrifice themselves or pass away. I don't think it's Morgan. I don't think it's Dwight. Oh, gosh, I hope it's not Dory. Um, I have a funny feeling it's going to be Strand. Yeah. I mean, he seems to be on a path to want to sacrifice himself. Uh, yeah, I have, I have a theory. He's going to, uh, that he's going to they're going to be put in a situation and this is going to be his redeem moment i feel like they've been lining him up for some kind of redeem redemption and uh i feel like that's going to be this moment Mm -hmm. yeah i mean strand and if that's okay and and if that's okay that's okay i don't want to see strand go he's still one of my favorite characters but if that's where this is going i'm okay with that Mm-hmm. We haven't lost anybody in this show since uh uh since uh Jimbo uh, Jimbo 
Which was, uh, you know, was that the season finale last last year? No, that was preseason finale. That was like two or three episodes before the season finale. Yeah, it definitely might have been the episode, like the penultimate. But I feel, yeah, you're right. It was really close to the end. Um, but you're right. Like, we haven't had a major main character, you know, pass away. And, and I got to say, um, I don't subscribe to the belief anymore that in order for the, for the Walking Dead or Walking Dead adjacent to be good uh it someone needs to die like i don't want anybody to die i want this just to continue to tell great stories and if a character's death is going to serve a, a, a greater purchase or, or purpose um so be it but i i really hope I, I really hope everyone makes it through unscathed but you're right it's it's starting to it's starting to get pretty tough that they've got some some odds to kind of overcome here Right, and and I think we're going to see that. Yeah, well, we'll definitely uh, learn more in the coming uh, weeks as we watch seven and eight, and then we'll be back to discuss it as well as the Comic Con news, as I said before. But Lou, that's going to do it for uh, Zombies Ate My Podcast this week. How did you feel about this episode and all the fun Fear the Walking Dead stuff? I'm optimistic for Fear the Walking Dead, but regular Walking Dead still not interesting me. Yeah, I know. But maybe, hey, maybe, maybe Comic-Con will get you back on board. We can only hope. Well, we can only hope. Let us know what you think by going to the Zamp Discord, bit.ly slash Zamp Discord. want to thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast. You can find us on the web, zombiesatemypodcast.com. Email us, Twitter, Facebook. All the links are on our website. You can find myself at rmurphy on Twitter and Lou at busyzombielord on Twitter. And a quick shout-out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. You can find more of his great stuff at joelduggan.com. Lou, take us out with your words of wisdom. Never get in a hot air balloon that doesn't have enough fuel. Hmm. 